Happy holidays. Happy New Year Happy soon, too. Honda days <laughs> and Toyota Thad. Welcome to Deep Thrones. This is our first ever, I believe, holiday and New Year episode. I think so. I think when we recorded originally, we had one, but it was in the flow of like the season. Like mid season. Yeah. yeah. We, we did like a gift thing because we were talking about getting people gifts. Oh, that's right. And I got Rick on a GameCube, but with none of the attachments. <laughs> That's right. Well, I, of course, am Sims. My partner, Sheedy's here. What's up? Hey, Merry Christmas. Or Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate. Yeah, we actually, we're already like pretty balls deep into Hanukkah right now. We are. That's true. And yeah. then Christmas, of course, is about a week away. Right Kwanzaa, same thing. And then well, New Year's. And then New Year's. Do you, When you say Happy Holidays, is New Year's included? Do you think of New Year's as a holiday? I, I always say like Happy Holidays and Happy New Year. Yeah. Gotcha. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really consider that. Although Chinese New Year is like technically a holiday. Ooh, too. What is this the year of? Do we know? Going I'm, not, in? I'm not sure. I hope it's my like the year of the dragon would be cool. It, I feel like it, it, they're due, right? I mean, right. they're due. Except it's the one year House of the Dragons not on TV. <laughs> so that kind of suck. Um, so I, I do want to add a little sporting blurb here. I know you guys come yes. here for your sports up, updates. Last weekend, so you guys are listening to this Monday, this past weekend was the best 24 hours of sports, I think, in my life. Saturday NFL football, first of all. Love when they put that on. Yes. I love Saturday NFL football. Yes. <laughs> and then the Vikings come yeah. out, they, they overcome a 33 nothing deficit to come back and win in overtime. Listen, everyone knows I'm a Vikings fan. Chris, you know I am so out on this team, but I think by law now, just because they've clinched... Because listen, if the Colts go up thirty three nothing on you, that's not good. Yeah, but you came back and beat them is wild. And me and my sister's uh, fiance were talking, and we said, "What if the Vikings just shit show their way into the Super Bowl and become like the absolute slap happy team that everyone gets behind just because they're so lovable and like yeah, kind of bad? They just kind of fumble. It. I have to be all in now. They laugh track to the Super Bowl. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yeah. they laugh track. Yes, a hundred percent. They are a sitcom. How can um, you not love Perk Cousins, dude? Perk, I mean, even the, everyone on the team is likable. Justin Jefferson, you got Delvin Cook, you know, and then Patrick Peterson on defense, and he insulted Kyler Murray a few weeks ago. It was hilarious because it was out of nowhere. I mean, it's just a lovable team. It and is. our coach is young, and you know what? I think you guys sold me on it. I got to go all in. Yeah. You just got to. I mean, at this point, you have to. They're fun. Yeah. They're fun. Uh, you, you were skeptical for – you can still remain healthily skeptical. They're bad on defense, But now yeah. it's basically playoffs. Like, you're, yeah. they clinched. You got to be in. And it's the framing. It's the mindset of, like, listen, we know what they are, but if. Yeah. If you got a while. Exactly. So let's enjoy it. And then the on top of that, on Saturday, you had the Bills-Dolphins oh, game, which dude. also was a barn burner. Yeah. So I love the 15-yard penalty thing for snowballs, but they never called one. Was it just a veiled threat? Because like I don't think can they not enforce outside rules like that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I actually I didn't catch the beginning of the game where they were chucking the snowballs. So the fans were just pelting the Dolphins with snowballs. <laughs> just absolutely. This was like when Stannis's men breached in the Battle of the Blackwater, and the Lannisters were just, just raining down them on them. And uh, just to tie in Thrones, but um, they the referees got on the mics during a TV timeout and said, if you hit a Dolphins player, it's going to be 15 yards against the Bills. But they never, and the Dolphins continued to get pelted, and they never threw a single flag. So it was like it was probably just a veiled threat oh, to try yeah. to get them to stop, try to calm them down. Yeah, but yeah, we, my wife and I actually had the conversation: Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes, because Josh Allen just like proves that he can win tough games. He's a stud. But the Dolphins did play way better in a snow game than I thought that they would. I think the Bills as a team are flawed. 
because they they can't stop the run, and in the playoffs that's going to hurt them. Yeah, and I think you go Mahomes just because Mahomes has proven it. Right, and Josh been Allen to multiple I Super mean, Bowls one exactly already, and Josh Allen has thrown some pretty big interceptions. I think watching the Vikings Bills game a few weeks back, when literally one of our friends texted us like, "Well, Josh Allen will throw a pick any second, and literally within the minute. All right. Well, let, let's not let's not talk about like his flaws. All right. Let's talk about his he's big great. hands. He's great. His rocket arm. He's got a rocket okay. arm. He can run. He can run. He's fast. Him and Mahomes, I think, are very similar in that respect. He seems a little bigger than Pat Mahomes, but again, oh, yeah. Pat yeah. Mahomes though is just until he's you keep the throne until someone takes it from you absolutely and then to wrap it up on the sports talk i know again i know you guys come here for your sports knowledge the world cup was the best soccer match i've ever seen in my entire life we just watched it Uh, we just finished watching it i'm not a big soccer guy but just i could feel it the intensity i mean like goosebumps watching france comes back from being down two nil Macron was in the crowd. Yeah, Macron was going nuts in there. Mbappe, this was cool too because like you had Messi and Mbappe playing on alternate sides, and you have like the old goat probably being replaced by the new goat. Hundred percent. But Argentina gets the win, and it's cool. Like Messi was saying, this is his final World Cup. So I think we just witnessed history. If you watched, if you watched sports this weekend, which hopefully you did, I won't judge if you didn't, but I will. Um, you watched two historic games, possibly the best World Cup match of all time. Yeah, and that historic comeback from the Vikings. Thirty-three points down, and they won it. Thirty-three nothing. That's they an NFL The Colts are a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Saturday is not getting that head coaching job. Remember, in the first half, everyone was making the oh Jeff Saturday coaches great on Saturdays. Yes, and then he Dude, ended up losing. I love just NFL Twitter is a hilarious place where just the Vikings in the first half are getting torched frauds pretenders yeah. <laughs> they can't do shit and then at the end of the game everyone was like this team is electric <laughs> i was like listen sure. guys both can be true and for sure and so and for some more exciting news Mm-mm. the partner on the podcast 50 percent, the guy who puts in effort mm. in week in week out has reached a major milestone that's in his right. life that's right graduated Congratu- congratulations out. on the graduation you know, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna stand for a second here. No, no, I know no, no, I know you never no. will for yourself. So no, I'm gonna no, do no, it. No. no, stop it. All right. It takes balls to go back and and get a degree. Yeah. Um, it it takes commitment one, but you know a lot of people see things in life as kind of a one shot and done. Yeah. And um, to be able to go back and actually like put put your word to to or put your mouth to where your actions are or whatever you get what i'm saying yeah it's huge to be able to accomplish that so congratulations well, on that that's very kind i appreciate it it was a uh, a long time coming obviously college dropout me and kanye you know well wait i, <laughs> well, actually, no. I want the comparisons that's where the comparisons end yes. for the record we're yes. gonna edit this um, <laughs> the, no we're keeping it we're, in. we'll keep it in but again that's where the comparisons end uh, and uh, I got kind of into the blue collar work, and it wasn't honestly. And you're gonna hate this, but I want to kick it back to my friends, uh, you, uh, your your wife, uh, another dear friend of ours, all going back to school like last year and just continuing school sort of motivated me in my own way. I was like, you know, if they can do it, I think I can do it too. You know, mm-hmm. and undergrad is uh, I had luckily already done so much of undergrad in the past that it was just a quick and shout out to SNHU Southern New Hampshire University really a great program there that's a paid uh, ad by the way that's a paid ad SNHU yeah, you know. you're gonna have to you have to pony up the dough uh, let's see how much was my tuition <laughs> uh, but thank you no it's very kind yeah awesome I mean that's kudos to that well cheers to that mm. for sure we are drinking heavily guys and we have been since 8 a.m. 
And since we're kind of giving kudos out, I want to say thanks again to, I think we can officially say the, the third the third member, member of, our of our podcast. We thank her a lot. Yeah. Uh, Kinsey, thank you uh, for your efforts this season since this is kind yeah. of the wrap up of the season. Perfect segue into the next topic, Spotify raps. Wow. That was very cool. That was honestly like, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I was smiling ear to ear that day <laughs> when you guys were sending those. We got so many of them and like we were in a lot of people's top fives. We were a lot of number ones for people, for the people who we were in your top five, but you know, yeah, or maybe listen a little bit more. I mean, first of all, every everyone, everyone, you guys know who you are. Like people who engage with us, people who shoot us texts, the the Instagram posts with the Spotify reps. I mean, you guys are the absolute best. Um, For sure. And and you know who we who you are. We don't want to start mm-hmm. throwing names out because I'm sure we'll forget some people. But yeah, amazing, amazing. It's super kind and like it means a lot to us because we we work hard on it. And also, it's, you know, our podcast is, is uh, you know, it's one episode followed by a midweek mayhem. So maybe that's why we were only in some top fives, because we just didn't do enough content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should I'm be still trying to just, I'm still trying to justify why I wasn't number one on a few of those, but that's okay. <laughs> and um, to kind of wrap up the intro, Mama Mems, my mother, is, is not feeling too hot right now, so... You know, I wanted to give her a little shout out, get well. Yes. Um, you know, sending T's and P's your way. So we're, we're going to be all Gucci, but yes. just wanted to send that out there. But sending love. And uh, I mean, you know, we'll be hanging out soon, singing some Diana Ross. We'll bust <laughs> out the karaoke machine, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So to get into some more serious stuff here, right? Because. All right, I- enough fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys love our sport talk and, and, you know, us being all cheesy and stuff, but Sheedy actually went to the Game of Thrones convention last yeah. or two weeks by this point. Yeah. And I prepared a uh, very super journalistic. It's basically like I graduated for journalism school from Syracuse University. I mean, this interview is top oh notch stuff. Okay. Oh boy. This is Frost Nixon here, the famous Richard Nixon interview, which is, I'm not a crook. <laughs> you got, yeah, so I hope you're ready. I hope you, I can see you're already sweating a little bit. Dude, it's hot in here. It's hot in here. <laughs> um, okay, so first off, this Game of Thrones convention dated December 9th through December 11th. A great time. In Los Angeles, LA Convention Center. In, in LA. And I remember you texting me some info about the conversation, about the conference, <laughs> about yeah. the convention. Yeah. And it seemed like that day, basically, you made up your mind that you were going to go. Yes. Um, g- kind of fill us in. How, how did you come to that decision? Wow. First off, I didn't know you were going to be asking hard questions like this. This is absolutely <laughs> disgraceful <laughs> that you come at me like this. No, um, so I saw an ad online and immediately I was like, oh, like I'll look into this. And I, I mean, I, you were working hard that that was in the heat of like uh, prime time for you. But I was kind of blowing you up because I was like, well, maybe I can get Chris to go with me. But regardless, I'm going. And it honestly was a whim. It was within 15 minutes of seeing it that I had bought a ticket. I then looked at flights, looked at hotels. And I think what it was, was as we discussed at the top, school and graduation had consumed so much of my time these last two mm-hmm. years that I had sort of sacrificed a little bit of uh, fun stuff. And I was like, well, this is, I've earned this, a little graduation gift for myself. Talked to the parents, and they sort of talked me into it, too. They're like, yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, a year of work and then wanting to travel. And honestly, seeing the guest list. The guest list really pushed me. Seeing that Kit was going to be there, I was like, that's awesome. Torment, a lot of these really awesome people uh, that I really respect and, and love their characters. And um, it's funny, because when I was preparing to go, I bought the autographs and the photo ops that I wanted. Okay. But then when I got there... 
you just get everyone. You just keep going. Oh, really? oh yeah, I got everybody, man. Oh, wow. I, I, okay. I met Steve Toussaint. Didn't get a photo with him, sadly. In hindsight, I totally wish I did. But uh, I, I got to meet everybody. It was so cool. Um, and the decision itself, though, came down to like, listen, we have a podcast about Westeros. It'd be cool if I could get there and yeah. just get some some videos for us. And like, we talked about it the next day. You read a Hollywood Reporter and Entertainment Weekly about Kit Harrington sort of teasing the Jon Snow show. And I we were talking about it the night before. Right. I said, Dude, he was saying this. Yeah. It was it, cool. It, it felt like it felt like we had like backstage access. Mm-hmm. I've never had that like yeah. just looking at articles. I'm like, I was already told this. I'm but we're yeah. behind the scenes. We have a media pass now, essentially. Yes. And I wanna say something too before we go any further about every single actor that was at that convention, including Ryan Condal, who Skyped in, and um, I forgot his name, the composer, Diwaldi. Okay. He also Skyped in. Every single one of them were so kind, so funny, and so generous with their time. There was Everyone's like, was anyone kind of a dick? None. Not a wow. single one. They all were super kind. That's awesome. And funny. So funny. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a second here. Kind of along those lines of the traveling. So many, many people were saying... That traveling mm. alone is, is a wee bit oh odd. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, how would you respond to those people? I got hammered with the, like, traveling alone? You went alone? And I was like, yeah, I went alone. Um, listen, it, I think my original intention was not to go alone. You were just busy with work and stuff. But I think if, you know, if this convention was maybe a year earlier or a year later, you're probably there with yeah. me. Um, I think that traveling alone, though, is awesome. It's I awesome. agree. You make your own schedule. I think uh, there was a point where after I knew you were busy, where my sister was kicking around the idea of going, but she didn't. And the more I think about it, the more it's like I was able to do everything because like I powered through lunch. If you're with someone, they're probably hungry. They want to do this. They want to do that. I was able to see everyone I wanted to see, do everything I want to do. Traveling alone is great. Um, you know, if you if you are, you know, I going to a new city like L.A., there was a part of me that was like, oh, you know, tr- but all I did was Uber from the convention center to the hotel, and I got to hang out with Rob, which was cool. So shout out to him. Yeah, I was going to uh, say that as well. You you casually did just say that I would have slowed you down, though, which is which which I was be more fair. saying my sister, <laughs> which may or may not be fair. That's the thing. I was I don't think you would have the, the when we first got there, they gave us this Excel spreadsheet of the schedule, and we were like, this is not going to work. This is so fucking confusing. And then when you registered on day one at like 10 a.m., they go here, download our app. And when you download the app. It has all the stuff that's happening that day. And when you click it, it sets its time on a little schedule. Oh, it nice. was so nice, so convenient. And I literally, I couldn't have done more. I mean, I did everything I wanted to do. So I really lucked out. But yeah, I mean, if you were there, you'd be like, oh, I'm hungry. And we're walking around so much. My knees hurt. And I would be like, come on, man. You know. So you, you, you did meet up with a couple of friends of the pod, though, you were saying. Well, I met up with Rob, which was awesome. Uh, his uh, fiance, friend of the pod, guest of the pod, Allie couldn't couldn't make it. She was doing okay. some some cool stuff. She, I think, went to um, she was at like I think like the Raiders Rams game or something like that. It was yeah, pretty cool. Sick. Yeah. Uh, but me and Rob actually hung out, and we ended up getting food at a Chicago bar in L.A. And he's like, "Is this is this okay?" I was like, "This is awesome. Like, I loved it." <laughs> uh, so it was nice to see Rob, who has financed our pod in the past. Uh, again, I never saw a dime of it. That's off well, the well, let's, not, let's not get We're into litigated. semantics here, yeah. okay? I'm the one doing the interview, guys. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So what, this is kind of off topic, but how was the Chicago food in the L.A.-based Chicago bar? It was good. I mean, it was like they gave the burgers Chicago names, and I can't quite remember them at the time. One was like the Rizzo, right? Ew. He's not even on the team uh. anymore. Um, but I, I got a, just a standard burger. It was so good. 
And the okay. bouncer was from Chicago, which was really cool. Oh, uh, did yeah? Did we did he have a Chicago a accent? No, he was just kind of like, "What are you guys doing out here? This is my city. I'm from Chicago. I, I represent in LA." And we were like, "It's a big, yeah, whatever, dude." <laughs> this town's big enough for the two. Yeah, of Yeah, it's a massive. It's a sprawling city. Um, so how was how was the environment? How was the general vibe at the convention? Awesome. The vibes. It's weird. You build this camaraderie over the three days. You see people consistently. And every time, like this uh, woman and her husband, probably about 40, 44, 45 years old, sat at my table at one point. And then the rest of the weekend, whenever I'd see them, they would like dap me up, hug me. They'd be like, how you doing? What have you seen today? And she was like cosplaying and the husband wasn't. He's like, yeah, it's not really my thing. But he was so cool. And me and him at the dinner the first night, we're just hammering Michelob Ultras together. Yeah. <laughs> it was that. really, you build this camaraderie. I met someone who's from Chicago, you know, and it was really cool. Yeah. So... You mentioned cosplaying. What what would you say the cosplayer to normal person ratio was there? More normal. Okay. More normal. There was quite a bit of cosplayers. One dude's hound outfit was insane, but he had a mask that looked just like the hound. Oh, so wow. So he masked Was it. he tall, too? Or? Very tall dude. He was like 6'6", at least. And he was carrying around a bucket of KFC, but it had the hound's face on it. Because, you know, the chicken... I'm going to have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. That famous... <laughs> uh, there was a dude who looked just like Jon Snow, and his wife looked just like egret and they won the cosplay competition wow but they look just like them and apparently he's a famous like he goes to all the thrones conventions and they call him con snow <laughs> uh and like kit like no, doesn't know him but he asked kit he a question at him. one point he's like oh is that is that con snow <laughs> <laughs> nice. that's great yeah some some people get really into that stuff yeah. the vibes were high you could tell the actors were in a good mood i think the actors First off, the House of the Dragon actors were just chomping at the bit to talk about the show with fans now mm-hmm. that it's released. And the Game of Thrones actors have had enough time removed where they were ready to rock, too. Okay. I mean, you keep it's almost like you got the interview questions because you keep leading me perfectly into the next question. When did you first cross paths with the Game of Thrones and Hot D cast? The first person was Torment. He was the first one. He was on Friday, and it was pretty light on Friday. I think Jack Gleason, who plays Joffrey, was also there, and Tom Glenn Carney, who was Aegon II. But I think I saw Ooh. all those people on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Well, me and Tom both had this red on, and when I went to take my picture with him, I said, green's up. And he looks at me and goes, we're matching, mate. And I was like, yeah, we are. Super nice guy. Very short. They're all very short, uh, except Tormund. So Tormund was the first, and then House of the Dragon people got there Saturday. Steve Toussaint, uh, Matthew Needham, who plays Laris, and uh, Patty, who plays Viserys, and of course, Steve is Corliss. But... Tormund was the first, and yeah, he brought the show down, man. He was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, see, seeing Tormund first, were you shocked at how tall he was? I had assumed that all of them were short. Yeah, he was so he was taller than me, or, or as tall. It was very neck and neck. But, again, it's, it's not just how tall, but how generous he was, mm-hmm. how kind. You go up with him with a picture, and you just kind of say, like, dude, you know, I'm such a big fan. In the picture, you have a lot less time than the autograph, because they're pumping him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have this long line that goes down a hallway you get into this room and he just is so 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 kind and uh you didn't know going in because they had a disclaimer like you can't touch the actors unless they touch you yeah and all of them if you saw for the sounds pictures, like a strip club yes literally that's how it was <laughs> i was stuffing singles in his pocket i was like come on let's get a little handsy with this one uh but they uh they all put their arm around you which was cool Awesome. And and you had a one-on-one with Steve Toussaint, who, of course, yes. plays Corliss Valerian. Oh, my God. How dope was that? Dude, let me tell you this. We're sitting in this room, me and three other people. There's four of us around a table like how me and you are sitting right here. And we're just waiting. And then Steve comes walking in, six foot five, probably. The wow. dude's an absolute beast. Sits down. We had a... I mean, the conversations were funny. They were deep. He, he got into it a little bit. We talked about... Um, 
you know, someone there was asking him about the diversity aspect, and he said he's really proud of House of the Dragon for that, and he's, he's proud to be a part of it. And he, he mentioned in that, he's like, it's cool. He's like, it's awesome to see on Halloween all the stuff I got really made me smile. And then I busted out my phone, <laughs> and I showed him you and Sarah as Coralus and Rainies, and he just loved it. He zoomed in. He's like, that's just so lovely. That's so lovely. I love that. <laughs> this is the kindest guy. Very funny. He talked about um, the battle with Kragus uh, Drehar. And he said, he's like, I, I didn't want to wear a helmet because I wanted my hair flowing. He's bald in real life. And he's like, but I wanted the hair flowing so that I could look really cool because we choreographed these beautiful battle scenes. And Ryan was like, he's going to battle. He's going to be wearing a helmet. And he's yeah. like, and then when we get out there, they had all these extras running from different angles. And I didn't remember the choreography. So I was just swinging like an idiot. <laughs> and he's like, so I was happy that I had the helmet on. <laughs> uh, very funny guy. You know, you know what's interesting about that? And I'll let you continue in a second, yeah, but sure. Ryan Condal saying that he's in battle, he's going to be wearing a helmet. How yeah. many times did we see in Game of Thrones? Tormund took it off, or no, not Tormund, uh, what's his name, Grey Worm. Grey Worm took his off, Jon Snow never ever had no. one on. No. It's like, it's like the, it's the common sense things that I yeah. that gives me hope about House of the Dragon. Laenor was on a dragon in that battle, wearing a helmet. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're shooting arrows. Because I mean, guess what, you wear helmets in armor yeah, in war. Yeah, Ryan was, he said that Ryan was like... Steve, he's going to be wearing a helmet. <laughs> he's, he's charging into battle. Um, but um, one of the questions I asked him about was the sea snake. Mm-hmm. And he very much loved that I brought the, it up. The sea snake being the show that's in possibly in production. Yeah, it is in, it's in development, okay. right? And he said, he's like, I, I, I want to be in it, but they're going with a younger, handsomer man. And I was like, no, nah, man. And you know, we were all joking that it should be him. And he said, he's like, I just had one request that at the end of it, it's a cut to me in a rocking chair all old, just kind of like, and that's what life was. Or, you know, he was joking around. And I also got to ask about Lucerus. And I said, you know, we see Rhaenyra's reaction. And, and while he had said in the one-on-one, I said, you said that you know they weren't your grandkids. But based on the conversations we saw him have with Lucerus, I think he genuinely loved them. And he said he did. And he said, and I really hope there's a moment. I'm, I'm doing these impressions, I should just say. He said, I no, really no, hope. I keep doing the impressions. <laughs> I really hope there's a moment in early season two where Corliss has his moment to grieve. And we see him be like, okay. Because, yeah. you know, Rainey's and Corliss till the very end were like, where are they going to go? Yeah. This is going to solidify it. Because he said, he's like, at the end of the day, knowing that that young boy died the death he did, Corliss is going to be like, all right, let's fucking rock. Yeah. And as a reminder, Lucerus, of course, was killed by Aemond and Vagar um, above Stormbreaker's Bay. Which, it's war. You know, normal move by Aemond. Shout yeah. out Aemond. You had to do what you had to do, right? Well, Aemond accidentally did. Vagar did it. Vagar did the hard work. Yeah. But I, I, I don't want to disparage the Greens. That, that is an interesting take, though. Because even even in our pod, we we said the big question next season is going to be how Rhaenyra reacts to her son dying. But I'm glad that you got the chance to ask that question because that's an angle that we also need to be on the lookout yeah. for is how Corliss reacts to it. And he, he has significant influence in the realm. He's got the fleet. Um, he's yeah. got the money. So there, there's definitely going to be his reaction is going to have a major impact in what we see in season yeah. two. And there's no they all admitted they have not read any scripts yet. Ryan admitted through Skype that they're in hard work on him and mm-hmm. that, you know, it's he did also confirm the March 2023 uh, filming. Mm-hmm. And he said, he's uh, Steve said, he's like, I just have this image of all these sails going up, you yeah. know, and getting heading towards the, the King's Landing. But we'll see. Well, I love the fact that you attended one Game of Thrones conference and you're on first name basis with all these guys. So that's fantastic. Me and Steve go way back. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to assume the big name and draw of the weekend was Kit Harrington, yes. a.k.a. Jon Snow. Yes. 
tell us about his whole situation. Was he was he as filled with teen angst as he was in the show? It's he has that face. He just does. He had a hilarious mustache, and he said he's like, guys, please don't make fun of my '70s porn star stash. He's <laughs> like, I'm I'm doing a, a movie. I'm playing a baddie. They're big on playing baddies. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's a bad guy. Is what a baddie is. Uh, it's not like a thick oh, stunning. Chick. I was like, you played a baddie. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, fatty yeah. With a fatty. yeah, I was like, let's go. Um, it was stunning. Yeah. Uh, he was, but it's he brilliant. has just the face, but he was so cheery, so kind. And is this, do you have any more questions about Jon Snow? Because I kind of want to go into a little bit about what Kit said. You know, I, I don't. I have some questions about actors overall, like who's your oh, favorite, who's the funniest right. and stuff. So dive in the, on this Kit This will be here. my Kit Harrington yeah. section. His autographs, he was pumping them out. So kind. And I, I just remember when I got his autograph, him looking up and going, make, make sure it doesn't smudge. <laughs> I was like, he's so British, so painfully British. And the photograph, though. So our first Q&A was for Iron Thrones patrons only, which I was. Uh, so nice. they, they sealed the doors. We talked to Kit. And I did not know this at the time, but I was frustrated after it. I was like, how did no one ask him about the Jon Snow spinoff? And I asked this one girl who I saw throughout the weekend who asked everyone a question. She always got up in the lines, and she goes, oh, did you notice that this time there were two people standing there? I was like, yeah, the lady holding the mic was always there, but that new person, she said, they specifically said to you, do not ask him about uh, the Jon Snow show. Yeah, okay. And I was like, well, they're not there for the photo op. So I put my arm around him. We say cheese. And as I'm walking away, I go, John, or I, I say, Kit, 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 Kit. I go, any big announcements this weekend? And he goes, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was totally not expecting it. Yeah. Tiny guy, very nice. Uh, and then for the Q&A, and the second Q&A to end the show was John Kit. He ended it. It was just him. And it became clear that it's in development. A girl said like, Going forward, are we going to... And everyone laughed and everyone's screaming. And Kit, his poker face was so strong. Someone asked Tormund a question about it, too. And his poker face, he just moved right past it. So, obviously, Tormund's heard of it. Mm -hmm. And Kit did this thing where he backed himself into a corner because someone asked about ghosts. And he's like, ghosts, yeah, you know, we he costs a lot. And they couldn't... He's like, but, but I do think he has a place... And he just stops. And the whole audience starts <laughs> laughing. And he goes, I don't even know what I'm saying. And he just moves past it. And it became clear that it is in development. He, I mean, you read the article. Yeah. He's talked so much about where Kit's headspace is. He killed Daenerys. And a nobleman like him knows he needs to be dead for that. He um, has to go live beyond the wall where he met Egret, who's dead. Mm -hmm. At the wall where he murdered all those people who killed him, and he still couldn't justify it in his head. Mm -hmm. So John's tortured. So he's thought long and hard about John's headspace to end the show. Yeah, it's he. He. I mean, he got murdered by people who he called his brothers. Mm -hmm. He killed his lover, Ollie. You know, yeah. Fuck Ollie. Oh, we all hate yeah. Ollie, but he. he but from his Ali. perspective, yeah. right? Um, it, it's it's difficult. He watched. I mean, he was almost responsible for Agrid's death. Yeah. indirectly, right? And I'm as skeptical as you are about it but knowing that he went to george and his team and they hammered out what this could be i really hope this one comes to screen and based on his reluctance to talk about it i think it's, it's further along happen. than we think yeah. because george admitted in his blog that it has been in development as long as the other three i i, I will say this i i like the direction that he's at least thinking about motivations yeah because i think in season seven and eight of game of thrones it was almost assumed that we understood why things were happening yes. and we didn't really get explanations. Yes. So I think if this show is going to come to fruition, that's that's the direction they need to go. They need to get back into the details, the motivations, um, don't cut any corners and don't have any coffee cups sitting on the tables right. in, the, in, the, in the show. Two things I'll say. One, Kit seems to know what you're saying. They asked him what his favorite season was. He said two. 
He said, because nice. we lost character development in seven and eight. He's like, even six. He's like, you used to have those scenes where they didn't necessarily move the plot, but you learned what these characters' motivations were. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's where his head is, plus knowing where Jon Snow's head is. I really am hope- hopeful. hopeful. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say is we all know Kit went through some mental health struggles. And he said this really beautiful thing where he said, the toughest part about playing Jon Snow off the screen was when people run up to you when you're not feeling good about yourself and say, your character is so awesome, so noble, so cool. And you think to yourself, yeah, he is, but I'm not him. And you feel worse about yourself. And I was like, damn. And each one of them had a moment. Patty had a moment like that. Actually, Laris had a moment like that where they said something super profound. And you were like, these guys fucking really think about their character. It's awesome. And I do hope the Jon Snow show happens. If it's bad, that's going to suck. But I really want to see, because I'm curious what their idea was. I want to know what the idea is. For sure. And we've talked about this before. Whatever kind of content they put out, we will consume. We're there. Yeah. And but we'll, we'll cover it. The margin for error on, on Jon Snow smaller show than is any of be, them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we'll cover it, but we got to cover it honestly. Yeah. And if it sucks, guys, we're going to tell you on this pod every Monday morning that it sucks. If if it sucks, we're we're quitting. No, There's too okay. much time. <laughs> There's too much time. Um, I I do think it's worth kind of lingering on your last point about Jon Snow's kind of, or I guess Kit Harington's kind of mental struggles a little bit. Oh yeah. I, I want to ask this, and this wasn't one of the interview questions that I had planned, but b- having kind of a theater background, would you say that that's relatively common for actors who have to kind of, I mean, their job is to displace themselves I from their so. roles, right? Yeah. So, you know, do you see that as a common trend amongst? Uh, for some reason with this cast, yes. Patty said, you know, he's like, I've done so many roles and I detach from the character. He's like, I loved Viserys. And he, he looked at the crowd and he said, I want you guys to know I loved Viserys. I'll think about this role forever. He, he basically said it's his favorite role. He said he didn't let anyone sit on the throne on set. He said, he's like, I was like, that's my fucking throne. Yeah. And he's like, when Matt, da- or when Matt Damon, when Matt Smith <laughs> as Damon would call him weak, he said, I felt it and mm-hmm. I would get pissed. And I was like, that's awesome. Steve Toussaint was did a uh, panel with Patty at one point, mm-hmm. plays Corliss, and he says, which which one of my castles was that scene? And everyone laughed. He's like, my fucking castles. He's which one of Corliss's castles? So they own these characters. And I will mm-hmm. say that, especially in comedy, but in theater in general, everyone has this like anxiety, and it really hammers them. But the only difference is, is these guys are famous. And Kid admitted that Twitter would get to him. Yeah. Stuff would get to him. And it's mm-hmm. different if you're doing local theater and you have anxiety versus being this level of famous and a lot of perks comes with their level of fame the money uh they probably get a lot of cool shit but i think it's important to note that not all of that seems too great yeah and they don't all handle it very well and you look at that heath ledger's a perfect example i mean gave everything to that role but it took a toll on his mental health at least i mean he wasn't sleeping i mean it it, a lot of people would say that role killed him that, Mm -hmm. that role being the joker legitimately so, well said. Um, on the lighter topics here in the interview, who was your favorite actor to interact with? It's tough. I mean, Steve, I got 30 minutes with Steve Toussaint, so that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Matthew Needham, who played Laris. No, mm-hmm. All joking aside, <laughs> he had some bangers about, um, he's like, there's a scene in the garden where uh, Laris is explaining to young Allison about how this one plant is not supposed to be growing in, in um, this garden. Because it's, he said he didn't remember if it made the final cut or not, and I didn't either. But and he said that later, the next scene, he's removed the plant from the garden and he has it in a pot. And he's like, and it was sort of his way of subliminally being like, I can control things if I want to. He also talked about how Laris is, how Varys and Littlefinger, we see them 
at the height of their careers of spying. Yeah. We're seeing Laris figure it out. Yeah. We're seeing him a good point. club foot, tiptoe his way <laughs> into how do I do this? And he said his relationship with Allison, he said, I don't think it's a foot fetish as we know it today. He's like two consenting adults with a foot fetish. He's like, who cares? Mm-hmm. He said for Laris, it's the one thing he can have over Allison is you want something I have, but I'm only going to give it to you if I can make you feel uncomfortable. He's like, he maims people because he's maimed. He cuts out tongues burns people he's like he can't do that to allison but this is how he can take the power from her it's it's more of a power trip situation it's it's a it's a assault he said in, in a way mm-hmm. um but overall my favorite actor theon Greyjoy, uh alfie yeah. allen he was so cool such a bro he leaned in on that photo which you yeah. said my mom said it looked like we're old buds yeah he was really in my he was guts in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks like you guys guts. have been hanging out for years yeah he made a lot of great jokes in the q a people would be like you know what was it like what was the hardest part and how many questions about like theon's journey and the hardest part and he's like guys he lost his willy <laughs> he's like you'd be amazed how many people come up to me it's like was it just the dick was it the balls <laughs> he's, he's so funny and at the autograph when i told him i was from chicago like he talked to me for a long time he's like awesome man and he gave me knocks and he was not doing that with anyone. I was so hyped. Was oh, like, yeah. yeah. And his fist bump, Theon. And he was a little stony baloney, too, at that point I, in time, He right? had the vibe of that. Okay. I don't want to say it okay. officially, but he definitely Because he definitely the, listens to this podcast. He definitely <laughs> had the vibe of it. He was just so chill and relaxed and sort of flighty. Maybe that's just how he is, because some actors are like that. Mm-hmm. But people would be like, what was your mindset for this scene? He's like, yeah, it was so long ago, I don't remember. He kept saying <laughs> that. He's like, I don't really remember. <laughs> So who was the funniest that you interacted with? Podrick. Pod? Podrick. I got to ask him a question, and my question wasn't funny. But Podrick, his, his Q&A is online. It's on YouTube. It's like 35 minutes. It is, he is hilarious. It's like stand-up, basically. Yeah. I asked him about the Battle of Blackwater, which he gave an awesome answer. He's like, it was my third day on set. Uh, but he was, he was badass. Very funny guy. Love that. So kind of a wrap-up. Not the final question, but close to it. What was your favorite part of the whole weekend? The Q&As. Uh, definitely the Q and A's. Um, I think that all the actors showed their personalities. They were so funny. They were so kind and generous. The the autographs and pictures are cool, but those are more mementos, and they go so quick. You know, before mm-hmm. you know it, you're gone. But it's definitely the Q and A's. I mean, Joffrey and Aegon did a Q and A together, and they called it the Young Kings. And Bran was supposed to be there, but he couldn't come because he lost his passport. And he sent in a video. He's like, <laughs> guys, I have ripped my house apart. And someone said they talked to Christian Nyarn, who played Hodor. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's the most Isaac story ever. He's like, he's the most book smart kid you'll ever meet. But he's, but he's all, all over, over the place. place. Yeah. But the Q&As, because they were so funny. And uh, yeah. And you, and you get to you get to learn about the, the actors' take on their roles. Mm-hmm. But you also get to learn a lot about the actual people playing those roles. So It is. And I predicted that Kit would announce it that weekend. Uh, he didn't. But I think they did a good job of not announcing it. But, but teasing. Yeah. You read the articles. I mean, it's yeah. it's out there. The ghost thing was hilarious because that was not definitely a tease. That was like he backed himself into a corner yeah, and fought his way out of it. So, final question. All right. This is where shit gets serious, John. Okay. Okay. It's like, do you pay your taxes? Laris. You talked oh. to, you talked about Matthew Needham. Talked to him for a while. You said all jokes aside, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep with that trend. All jokes aside. Toe guy or non toe guy? Me or Laris? <laughs> Toe guy or not toe guy? Toe guy. <laughs> okay. All right. So toe guy. So that so so toe guy. Now I, <laughs> is the is the toe is the toe in question a consensual toe or non consensual toe? 
Oh, always consensual. Okay. From Laris's perspective, it's non. Non is his thing. Okay, but what was the other perspective that you were just referring to? From, always consensual. Listen, consenting adults into toes is fine. Right, but why would you answer that then if you allegedly don't? Because you didn't t- clarify what I said <laughs> first for me. Okay. <laughs> See, this is hard hitting journalism, yeah, folks. We got yeah, him caught. You're, we got him caught. Confusing me. Okay. Um, as a as a toe guy. As a toe guy, are we? <laughs> Come on. Man. As a toe guy, do we like post gym toes or clean toes? <laughs> clean toes. Okay. I, this question, <laughs> I would assume clean. Or right, again, what do you is mean it you would assume? I don't know who we're talking about anymore. Why don't you take I'm, a seat? Take I'm a seat. I'm confused. Right uh, I would, I would just say for the sake of everybody, you want clean toes. Okay. What would you say to someone who maybe <laughs> enjoys? This isn't funny. You said all jokes aside. What would you say to someone who maybe enjoys a little post-gym sweat toes? Good for you, man. As long as it's a two consenting adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to king shame anybody. Okay. If you're into that funk. Mm-hmm. You remember that little uh, that little toe jam monster from the commercials? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't, he's oh, on yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. Like, if that's your jam and, and you're both are, you know down for it then see that's i did cool. what you did there but it, it's it sounded like you were trying to make <clears throat> a toe jam joke and we said all jokes aside all so. jokes are aside you're right okay. i will get rid of all this jokes. is hard-hitting journalism yeah, here, yeah no you're right okay um back to toes would you rather have one go to the market or one stay home <laughs> i would rather have one have roast beef <laughs> <laughs> weird how roast beef would get down there but and this little piggy had none <laughs> okay all right Okay. Well, I, I think I think that ends the interview. Dude, that got tough. I think I, I think I answered correctly. I guess we'll see from the responses. I mean, I think we ended on the right foot. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> come on. So And yeah. he was cool. Laris was cool. He was a cool dude. Very tall, very nice guy, very funny, very personal. weird. He was an actor who's very he I mean, you saw they all were dressed fancy and then Laris was in like sweatpants and a sweater. Yeah. Uh very cool guy. What were you funny. wearing at the time? I was wearing khakis. Okay. Uh, khakis. <laughs> so I thought maybe two toe guys would be. Yeah, we were dressed the same. Okay. Someone uh, wore a foot. They were like a foot. Really? Guy. No joke. Really? And he, he had to take a photo with them, but they did say in line for him, they said he doesn't want to do any weird foot photos. Well, that was true, 100%. But the guy was wearing, he, he can't take off his clothes. No, that right? was so, fine. Yeah. yeah. But I had to put my shoes back on. <laughs> Nice. Well, I'm I'm glad that you went and represented the pod there. It was awesome. Right and down. and you got some nice business cards made for us that you passed out. And Shout out to, to Grace. Yeah, thank you, Grace, for for making those business cards. I feel like our family's growing. You know, all people are helping. The it's Deep so cool. Throne fam is growing. Um, this it takes t- a village, but remember, Sims and Sheedy are the supreme leaders of that village. <laughs> <laughs> this like, time, this time next year, we will have Deep Thrones fam merch. It, it's actually in the works right now. Some of the some of the early designs are pretty cool, yes. but we want to oh. we want to make sure that that they're the direction we want to go, the creative direction. Are we, we doing our go, John so. Snow show tease right now? Yeah, well, we're teasing. Chris it. has been working on something. We're not going to reveal anything thing for a long time but it's nice the goal is pre-season two that we get the we get some shirts out there maybe make some posters maybe like a a mug so hey this this is you guys opportunity to just give us copious amounts of money it's gonna be we're gonna they're gonna be sold at an unreasonable (laughs) upcharge hey inflation we just gotta keep up with it yeah we're gonna we're gonna an arm and a leg so this is the return of an old segment that we haven't done in a long time, Westeros History Minute. Yes, this is 
I put a poll on the Instagram because we were like, let's get some engagement. What do you guys want to hear about? I believe it was Dothraki history and Essos versus Children of the First Men and their war. Children of the First Men. Children of the First Men. Jesus Christ. Love those. Children of the Forest versus in their war of the First Men. Dothraki lost. Children of the Forest in their war of the First Men won. We'll get to Dothraki history at some point. We have so much time with all these spinoffs. Don't worry about that. But Chris, take it away. Yeah, so the children of the forest, or as they call themselves, those who sing the song of the earth. Of course, everything's part of a song, a song of ice and fire. All ties in. Um, they originally inhabited all of Westeros thousands of years before the first men arrived, which, which I'll get to in a second and how that ties in with our timeline now. They speak what's called the true tongue, or at least spoke it at that time. They, you know, their name's the children, so they're tiny little guys. But they're not just humans, right? They have some cat-like features. They've got claws. They've got slitted eyes, um, heightened senses of hearing. They can see at night. So they're they're non-human creatures, essentially, um, which plays a role in the war to come. Contrary to popular belief, not all of them are green seers. So the ones that we saw in Game of Thrones were linked with the Three-Eyed Raven. So there were some theories going around that you know, all children of the forest were green seers and could see through weirwood trees. It's actually rare that children of the forest were green seers, but the ones that are live much longer lives than the ones that aren't. So there's a chance that many of the ones that make the history books are green seers just because they are on Earth for, or I guess on that version of Earth for much longer periods of time. Now, the first men were the first of the human race to migrate to Rosseros. So think of, you know, new world, old world on the earth that we live on. The first men were coming from the old world going to the new world. The old world being Essos, new world being Westeros, where the children of the forest were. The first men spoke the old tongue. So at first they spoke two different languages, the children and the first men. Um, But they had similar characteristics to those who inhabit the north in the events that we saw in Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. So Starks are very close to First Men blood. You know, um, the Boltons, your, all your all your Northmen are essentially um, very close to First Men DNA. At some point, approximately 10,000 years before the events in House of the Dragon, the First Men crossed what was called the Arm, which is what linked Dorm, or Dorn to Essos. At that point in time, it was one landmass. It was not islands. There was no water connecting it. Um, it was actually a landmass that connected Essos and Westeros, and that's where the first men came from. They rolled in with bronze weapons and shields that was, of course, superior to what the children had, which were darts, arrows, different sorts of woodworked weaponry. So the first men had the upper hand if it did come to war. However, the children initially welcomed the first men that faded quickly as the first men started to burn down and harvest their trees, um, which of course is where they worship the old gods, where the green seers see through are those heart trees. So war inevitably broke out because, you know, it's George R. R. Martin, of course, war broke out. Yeah. Uh, children were losing at first, so they used some good old fashioned magic. Again, George R. R. Martin. Um, so they broke the arm that was feeding the source of first men into Westeros. So that's how it became the stepstones that we know today. The islands, the water, um, that was basically magic from the children breaking off that supply of first men. The war soon came to a standstill after that, and then they signed the Pact of the Isle of Faces, 
and have coexisted since. Um, In that war, though, didn't the children make a big whoopsies? Well, you know, allegedly, but yeah. they uh, <laughs> they kind of made a they kind of made a secret weapon to stop the flow of men. And that secret weapon we saw in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I think it was season seven. Yeah, I think that's when it's official. And they uh, kind of created the first whoopsie, a first White Walker. No, yeah. no big deal, dude. Whatever. Yeah, you know, it didn't do anything really. If you if you think about it, yeah. in the long term, he really did. he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so they they coexisted for a little bit of time. They ended up sharing the old tongue. So the true tongue went out of went out of style. And what we see in Game of Thrones, they speak the old tongue. They both worship the old gods eventually, and you know, happily ever after, until the Andals and the Roarinar came over, and there was more war. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, great history. That's that. Thank you for that. That was awesome. You guys voted on it, and like I said, and like Chris said, we have so much more coming up with House of the Dragon. Let alone these potential spinoffs. That if you want, if you voted for Dothraki history, we'll get to it we'll at some point. It. We'll get to it. We got. Listen, George George himself on his blog was like, right, it's just television, so you don't know, but I would love it if all four spinoffs made it to screen, which it won't happen. But if we get two more on top of House of the Dragon, you guys can, we're going to have a lot of polls up for you guys to get Chris to teach you about some shit. All oh, right. Yeah. And I want to credit the source. Most of that, if not all of it, was from a wiki of Ice and Fire. So. Which is awesome. We've both used it heavily. It's such a good source. And. I think that's interesting about the Night King there, and oh my god, the theories of people I talked to at the convention were like, that wasn't the Night King. That's what the Jon Snow show is going to be about. There's a different Night King. I was like, listen guys. <laughs> Can't let's wait for re- Night King 2. Night King 2. Who left the fridge open? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and uh, as we do with, with kind of our midweek episodes, we want to wrap it up with a nice little... Fun game for us. Fun times. So I, there's this new trend on Twitter, and it's called ins and outs, right? And so it, it's kind of coincides with the new year approaching. What is in in 2023, and what's what considered out? out? Um, I made – well, I actually didn't make this. Yeah. This will be interesting as I go through and read it. I was busy you know, developing the rest of the episode, so I had Sarah, my wife Sarah work on this ins and outs list. Did you me. read it yet? No. <laughs> So it's really gonna it's gonna be live. You guys are gonna get I love a live this. reaction to this. I love this. So do you, do you want me to go through mine first? Or I, wanna... Maybe we just do one at a time. You do one, I do one. You do one, I do one. I think it works better my way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you go first. Fuck your way. No. I'm you kidding. go first. <laughs> <No. clears throat> All right. Chicago Bears in in 2023. Justin Fields future franchise player in. RSV, this is the new respiratory virus that's going around, specifically heavy in kids. It is, unfortunately, in in 2023, but that's not really a good thing. Um, baby boomers. baby No, baby boom. There's a lot of people having babies. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of our friends having babies, which is interesting. A lot of people just busting. Just, just busting them out. <laughs> busting in there. Air fryers, in. I think air fryers have been in for quite some time. But I think 2023 would make it official. Yeah. Um, Biden's going to pardon an air fryer on Thanksgiving. (laughs) This next one's interesting. Gentle parenting in in 2023. Interesting. I'm into hard. Dude, good old-fashioned hard parenting. I'm into good old-fashioned 1948 parenting. Just just whipping them a little bit and build some character. Just emotional neglect. (laughs) Baggy jeans. I guess those are back in. That's kind of wild. I, I didn't know that. Should I get a pair? 
I think it's Jenko jeans. Dude, go. Those big flow jeans. Go Ooh. get some more Jabos. With the chain that attaches to your Dude, wallet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. love that. We're going to go cop. Immediate cop. I don't even know what this one is. Be real. Just be real in 2023, man. No, it, it, I think it's some sort of show or something because it's be real and it's one word, but the B and the R are capitalized. I think there's something there that I don't know. Maybe I'm being a boomer right now. Someone tell us. You're about out that. in 2023. Yeah, I'm out. Okay. Oh, man. Dude, I don't like this one. Uh oh. 2023, Taylor Swift is in. No. I mean, of she is, though. She's eternal. In. You know what? I Come on. Listen, we're a Game of, Thro- Game of Thrones podcast, so I'm not going to get too deep into this. I respect Taylor Swift's hustle. I res- I like the the girl gets freaking cheddar. I'm trying she, to be less of a hater in 2023. She, she's so got I she's it. got a very uh, strong fan base yeah. that she actually is caring about. So I I love that. However, my only gripe with her, and I think ever this will be my only gripe with her, is that I just cannot relate to her music. And I, I still listen like the music. to it. Yeah, I I, I, I Bad Blood. Like- I thought it's a good song. It's a fun song. Baby, now we got bad blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the message just isn't for me, which is fine. You don't, Not everyone's going to love everything, but I respect what Taylor Swift has done. I kind of sounded like Chef's Mom. <laughs> what about if Taylor Swift's songs were sung by Chef's Mom? I would listen, I would actually listen to that. That'd be fantastic. Oh, my goodness. All right, so what, what are your ins? Okay, so we're doing ins first. Oh, mine were like paired. Can I do my ins and outs together? Yeah, that's cool. You can totally do them together. All right. So these are so these are my ins and outs then. I'll do my ins and outs together and then you end on outs. Yeah, right, I'll do my outs. Uh in. Everyone gets one in twenty twenty three and that's a day where you get to go goblin mode. Okay. <laughs> Since that was the word okay. of the year. Was it which who what was it? The Oxford? It was, it was Webster's. Webster's, okay. But then but I it was the the definition wasn't what I thought goblin mode. I thought goblin mode was like going nuts, but they said it was like being super lazy. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, mine is the going nuts definition. Right. <laughs> and then out in 2023, inflation. Yes, Got to go away. Please. <laughs> Although I don't think that it's going to, well, but I wish we'll think it. Yeah, why don't you be uh, optimistic? Uh, in in 2023, uh, well, I'll, I'll start with the out on this one. Out in 2023, Game of Thrones spinoff rumors. In okay. in 2023, Game of Thrones spinoff facts. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's get Love some that. concrete information. Love that. Uh, in George finishing Winds of Winter, out invading random countries <laughs> what if okay what's the trade-off factor there though because like uh, how bad do you want the book yeah right exactly. <laughs> he said he has uh 500 pages to go how long is the freaking book is it like it's, 1500 it's a, it's big. Pages? he said he's almost done okay by right. saying 500 pages to go wow <laughs> it's not coming in uh the vikings there because playoffs will be in 2023 technically per cousins and perk 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 cousins uh, I think they're a terrible team, but like I said, I got to be all in and out any Vikings games later than 3 p.m. Eastern. Yes. Yeah. He's got to be a nooner. He's got to be a noon guy. Or he's dead. I mean, 33 yards. He's just trash. <laughs> in, um, I'm going to say it, Jon Snow show. I'm all in on the Jon Snow show. Um, it won't be out in 2023, but in 2023, I'm going to be really into it. <laughs> and by 2024, you're out again. Out Avatar. It's too long. It's three and a half hours. Yeah, that is. Someone had a heart attack during the movie. Yeah, they. Well, that's. I don't think it was the movie's fault, but I think that, uh, that someone said that the plot is super simple, and it's like nature is important for three, three and, and a half, half hours. hours. Yeah. Wow. So they could have done that hour head hour. And a half. Greta does that Flat. in like twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, Greta gets that message across. Uh, last one out. All of their podcasts in Deep Thrones. Love that. All right. But that's perpetual. That's not just yeah, twenty three. That's true. That's, okay. 
So my outs, and again, this is this is we not don't know my what these list. Are. Yeah, this is this is my wife's list, wife mm-hmm. of the pod list. Um, so <laughs> so out World Cup. Yeah, it, well, t- uh, actually, the Women's World Cup is in June in New Zealand. So cool for that to come from a female is kind of you know rude. Um, <laughs> but so does, does but USA is good in the women, right? Oh yeah, they're the favorites heavily. Hell yeah, heavily. They won the past three or something. Past Did two, they? yeah. That's awesome. Um, second out for twenty twenty three sellers housing market. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I like that. I see that. I like, I like that. it. I like it. COVID out. Love that. I agree. Love to hear that. Microwaves. Mm, air fryers and microwaves out. Out. Heard it here first. They're saying too that microwaves. Some people are afraid of microwaves. Really? Yeah, I didn't know this, but my dad knows a guy whose family like refuses to use microwaves. Are they like tin hat they guys? Got, like, this, they got the, the like, tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat. Yeah. yeah. They well, think that I don't know something to do with radiation or something. No, it's 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 uh, radio waves from communist governments. That's from the microwaves. Right, yeah. So there are microwaves with air fryer functionality in them as well. So how how does that family, what's their stance on those? I, I'll ask them. Okay. I'll find out. Out. Elections. Yeah. Midterms are over. Uh, yeah. Um, all-nighters. Out in 2023. I think for us specifically. I heard it here we're over first. 30 now. So if we, if we have any younger listeners, you're staying in uh, That by midnight. You're it's coming honestly... In yeah, you should be reading anyway, bettering yeah. yourself. You should be listening to our podcast. Yeah. Skinny jeans, out. Not sure I agree with that one, but I guess if baggy jeans are in, skinny jeans can't be. Naturally, yeah. yeah so. Do you do you ever wear, have you ever worn a pair of skinny jeans, Chris? Some skinnies? Have I'm, you ever worn skinny jeans? I think I bought like one pair of skinnies from Express. I want you to get like the black, black skinny jeans. Like what do you mean by black? Like black skinny jeans. Well, like the color. Yeah. Okay. I don't mean like African American skinny <laughs> jeans. Uh, Twitter out in 2023. I agree. Elon Musk is is kind of just doing his own thing. It's like the Wild West on there. You know what's funny is people were like, "I'm so happy Elon's taking over because he's going to get rid of all the censorship," and he's like blocked well, 15. But accounts. he's banning people that hurt him specifically, which is, which is kind of funny. <laughs> that is kind of funny. It's kind of funny. kind of funny. Also, speaking of out on Twitter, also out, Kanye West. Yeah. Out. Yeah, he's, he's out. hard he's out. out. He's out. I don't even think I need to elaborate on that. He's out. I still feel bad that I compared myself to him earlier. But <laughs> I was stressing that it's because we both dropped out of college. Right. That's it. There's no other similarities <laughs> after Correct. that. So that that's that's the ends that's the end of the ins and outs. Yeah. And that's the end of Deep Thrones twenty twenty two, technically. Wow. Yeah. But it's the beginning of a new year, new chapter, and everyone's lives. New logo. Lives. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming that we're very excited about. Yes. And we're making no promises on when it will be delivered, just that it will be delivered. <laughs> send us send us some of your ins and outs, and if they're good, we may or may not post them on our Instagram page. Who I knows? love how vague that is. Yeah. <laughs> if they're good, if they're we good, may, may or, or may not. not. No promises. Post them. Yeah. Absolutely no promises. Yeah. This is officially our off season now, so no yes. promises. So I don't want to hear any bullshit from any of you. We're in hibernation. <laughs> So, um, so the, again, thanks to everyone. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. That is all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. And uh, Allison, hit me up. I think we're in in 2023. Flips, check out the hand, switch,